with artists created and produced by Detlef Schlick, a visual artist and ritual designer, living and loving in West Cork, and best known for his essay about the cause and effect of shamanism, art and digital culture. Working in the field of performance, photography, painting, sound, installations, and film he will dive and discover with us and a weekly creative guest into the unknown and exciting deep ocean of the creative mind. This is Lefleschnisch and today we dive into the deep and unknown, exciting creative ocean of a, a far more creative mind, a very eclectic open mind together with Todd Fleischmann. Hello Todd. How are you doing? Great, it's great to see you again, and it's really, and, and dear listener, thank you for listening us us guys, and uh, we had last week already a, a, a great conversation, and uh, I'm, I'm really happy to have such an um, eclectic character in this show, um, because uh, there, there there is a lot to discuss and, and to philosophize uh, in in, uh, in our lives, um, where we both in, in our no, he's still 59. <laughs> he comes soon. He, <laughs> he will arrive soon in the same club like like I am already. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, man, I'm, I'm just as crazy as ever. <laughs> I'm loving it. Now, no, it's great. And I think as well, what, what is great? I mean, I had really so many, so many lovely... I'm so happy to start this podcast in in times of COVID, you know, because it's now already in the third year, and I met so many lovely, creative people. Um, and what what I realize is that 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 my idea, in order to 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 networking and and to encourage other other creative, on the same way like they encourage me to to continue, um, it's. I, I actually I, I just can 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 say people if you don't know what you're gonna do anymore as a creative start doing something like this you know so because because um um we live in now in the 21st century where where uh, things like this are possible you know so to 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 stay in in connection with creatives all over the world you know and and it it's it helps to to inspire each other honestly I mean it is not just I, I'm just not telling it uh, for the sake that people come and listen to it, it is a it is a it is a way. Most definitely, you can't be a, um, afraid, or you try something new. Uh, you can do it. I mean, um, when I I got a bass when I was um, like sixteen years old. Two weeks later, I'm in a band and I'm playing. And really? So, 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 so you got your first bass um, with sixteen. Yeah, and it was it was like um, I think I uh, my mom gave me like eighty bucks to uh, to buy it, and I tried to do uh, less than then it the, it just didn't work out. So, um, my friend Duff Duff McKagan, Guns N' Roses, he showed me some song uh showed me how to play some notes and 
next thing you know, the, uh, two weeks later, they're asking me to play in a band. And I didn't even know how to play. And I picked it up as quickly as possible. Uh, but, uh, I mean, that was, I mean, basically how I started. Some people are like, God, that's kind of the coolest thing. You didn't even know how to play. And next thing you know, you're, you're playing music. And, and, uh, really there were so many people at my high school yeah. that were musicians and, um, like Nick Scott drummer. And then, and then, uh, Tom, Nick, Nick Scott, you, you, he was together yeah. with you in high school. Yes. Same grade, everything. And so we were all getting these influences. I played football. I was an athlete and stuff. But then the punk rockers, I was like, I was drawn to them like, uh, you know, a moth to a, flock to a fire. I mean, uh, so all of a sudden I'm going, wow, I like what they're doing. I didn't energy. like, um, I liked the energy, but I didn't like, um, I liked how it was. It was, um, everyone was fun. It wasn't, um, you didn't have to be a rich kid to, to play punk rock yeah. uh, music. And cause the heavy metal guys that I knew, they were all, you know, rich kids and they were parents they? bought them all. Yeah. So what oh. they were, I mean, a lot of the heavy metal guys do back in the day, they were like, um, queen, like Queens, right. They were like rich kids from Bellevue and stuff. And so it was a, kind of a, a funny separation. There was a separation of punk rock and heavy metal. And then by the mid to late um, 80s, yeah. that's when we, we were all combining. So yeah. so was it was it was it somehow that, that, that it was high school based, that all the musicians were, were yeah. more or less on high school? You see, it's yeah. kind of different than, than, than uh, as I was in school. We didn't have any band running, you know? Yes, there was um, some um, people were a couple years older uh, that were in our band, Chris Hiding, uh, who's probably played in 15 uh, different bands in his, his career and stuff. So there was all these influences. And so I have this friend, his name is Anthony Ray. Well, he He's Sir Mix a lot. He was a year ahead of me. He's in the same high school. Yeah. And um and then uh the guys from Pearl Jam, same high school. Um uh so Mike McCready, who plays for Pearl Jam, lived four houses away from me, um, on my same street where I grew up. Yeah. And and so it and they were more into some uh metal more more metal uh big hair band than um so they had did they, they had this clashy yeah. as well with long hair yeah. and and uh, yeah exactly you, 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 uniforms like yeah I, kind I, of. I, yeah yeah so but the the beauty of it is that um grunge started because the heavy metal guys were hanging out with the punk rock guys and it kind of intertwined It's Intertwined, yes. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we were playing shows together. Um, I mean, I, I played. Who organized them? Did you, did you organize the shows by yourself or? Uh... Yeah. A lot of stuff was organized by the self or 
um, you know, you would just find a way to get in, um, find out that there's a show going on, find out if we um, get on the um, bill. And did you, did, did you have, I mean, in our case, it was like in the, in the um, world, early 80s, we, we organized ourselves big venues, you know, so, uh, so with, with four or five bands, which we are befriended, you know, yeah. and I mean, it was a lot of work because all the insurance stuff and da 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 wasn't it? I mean, to create. Well, it it's kind of funny because they had they had in Seattle they had all these halls and stuff because a lot yeah. of times we weren't old enough to battery calls from the factories, no? Yeah, so um, so we um somebody we'd get somebody who looked straight enough to say, hey, we want to have a have a show or something going on. And then they would never have any idea that there was going to be punk rock shows there. Yeah. And then we would run around the whole city with flyers and and put them on every telephone. Absolutely, with, without without Facebook events. <laughs> no, no, I know. So that's how we. That was our network. And yeah. then it was, you know, word of mouth or um, yeah, you know, and so that's basically how all that stuff would go. Did you did you had already an a a a cultural ambassador from from the county council in in, in Seattle probably? Uh, we it, had one. Really we um, I mean, we had this guy that was kind of our manager at one time, but otherwise we did. There was really a lot of stuff. I don't know how we we did it. It was the it was um. Because there was like the uh, bands that were like cover bands and stuff, and they actually they played all the bars, everything else. But uh, there was no way they were going to let punk rock bands play. Punk rock was not really uh, looked fun, organized. Yeah, and yeah. So, um, but I mean, um, a lot of good, a lot of good came from it, and um, and now you know. Um, a lot of people are looking back now at punk rock and giving it the dues that um, that it had. They a lot of people thought, "Oh, these guys can't play. They can't, you know, do tons of scales and all other stuff." It 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 just wasn't it wasn't like that. So it, so um, was yeah. I mean, but sir, as as you started, I mean, with sixteen, it's actually I must say. Yeah. Late as well, isn't it? I mean, because I have yeah. a lot of friends and people. They they started earlier with 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 eight with ten years, you know. So this is great to, to I mean, to encourage people, young people. Look, guys, if if you're not perfect, just grab your own instrument, find a, a couple of, of of friends, good friends, and then then start with it, you know. So I mean, that's that's how it works. Yeah. No. And exactly what um a lot of people have a perceived thing they're saying oh that these record companies just grab people like a uh, big boy or boy band they go no they're friends people are friends well hey let's let's start jamming and yeah. see where it goes and, i mean yeah and to be honest i think i think it's the wrong the wrong start if if you really if you really think that 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 you start and becoming famous with it because uh I think I think that that does does really help for your progression, isn't it? I mean, uh, 
We yeah. actually, we, as we started our band, was was in the eighties early. We called uh, our punk rock band Paradisox Beast Pack. Nice. <laughs> and it was Paradisox is a mix between uh, a paradise and paradox. Yeah. And 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 Peace Pack was uh, the, the, yeah the the pack of peace, you know. So uh, so, so even, even Paradise Socks that, that means on German zwei sterbende Strümpfe. Para ah. is two. Yeah. Die is dying and socks are the socks you wear, you know. So so, so. <laughs> I think that would have been fabulous. Oh man! <laughs> and the one town were you playing in? I mean, it was it was a mix between between the Who and ZZ Top somehow, you know. So, oh wow! <laughs> that, it, it was it was really and for me, look, I mean, I started later than than you uh, as as a front as a, the front pick, you know. So so uh, yeah. uh, in my twenties, so so my self esteem it took quite long, you know. I was I was fantasizing as a as a young young boy as a teenager staying on 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 the stage but but do do doing this 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 jump jump jumping over your own shadow i never i never made it up up in my 20s you know so so that was i was already 22 as i as i really started which is as well quite late yeah well and and one thing um you know once you get on stage like what uh you're scared and then but then you get adrenaline rush yeah yeah um and it and then when you have the feedback from the crowd liking it 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 there's something that um, a lot of people will never experience in their whole life no 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 it's yeah. it, it is great though yeah. it's, it's really great and, and, and when you're playing your own what and oh, and, and your own music. yeah 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 and exactly yeah. and and it was especially a time we were so so not arrogant, but so so uh, sure, we we didn't want to have a major deal at all, you know. So we were very, we had very much the attitude of punkers, you know, of punk rock, you know. Yeah. So, 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 so being being independent and just doing that what we want. So that that was a. Uh, that was our, our policy, you know? Yeah, uh, and that was the thing that um, everybody was talking about, you know, oh, this, these guys sold out, oh, they, they made money and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, years later, I went to this Green Day concert, and, and I was like, they're still punk rock. They're still kind of, um, they've, I said, I'm happy they made money, you know, I'm happy... I don't mind, you know, you know, but uh, there's other peers. Oh no, you know, you can't make money. Like if they, when the class made money, they went. Oh, yeah, but that, yeah, but you see, in, in the twenties, you're still in in your twenties. You're still wild, yeah. and you and you still. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> still have the feeling. Oh God, I'm so wild. I can't. I, I I can't agree to 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 the system to the establishment. You know, so because yeah. if if I gotta do that. I lose my spirits. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and it does happen. It does. Um, one people, uh, people decide that their music, oh, I'm making money. I need this song was a hit. So I need to make more of that. Then you're, you're caught. You're yeah. caught into it. Yeah. Yeah. You're not the pressure. Uh, you're, yeah. 
Stress, pressure, and then depression, you know, so. Yeah, because then all of a sudden, now you're just trying to, um, uh, it's almost like somebody getting on drugs where you're getting that first pie. Adrenaline, adrenaline. The whole time. Yeah. And um, so to, to uh, you know, see it, I I see it now, but back when when we're, we were involved in it, you don't really, you don't see all the stuff. And I don't think we ever thought about, you know, making it being, uh, I mean, I wanted to make a record, I was, you know, stuff like that. Did you, did you, did you made a, did you made a vinyl record? Yes. You, 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 you made your, your, your record. I mean, still a long player, no? In the yes. Yeah. If it was, but what happened is we had, we kept on getting record deals and then our lead singer kept on, uh, scaring the record company. I mean, we could have been on sub pop. Uh, could have been on a, a lot of other, there was even a, a place called Real Records, I think, in Canada. I mean, yeah. plenty of opportunity, but, yeah. um, you know, you get, would have, could have, but it would, um, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, boom, the band, the band's done. You're in another band. Um, they're so doing other bands. Um, so, 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 so you, you had a very wild lead singer in, in, in the living. Yeah, he was, he's definitely, um, well, let's say our very first show we're playing next thing you know, all these people, he starts some kind of a uh, ruckus. The next thing you know, I'm taking my bass and I'm smacking it over the head of somebody going crazy. But then we got a great write up in the, in the <laughs> rocket magazine stuff and i mean it it was it was just total mayhem and then we played this other show at uh saint joseph's and these guys wearing um fake leather and and they had little mustaches and stuff oh, we got oh punk rock guys are gonna play here so it was like like the sparks it was a, <laughs> yeah so they're yes exactly and so they're out there and they're like we're going to beat punk rockers up. Everything else, well, uh, that wasn't happening. Well, yeah, it was crazy. Uh, and then my friend Duff was talking to him like he was pretending he was French. And so it was, it was, um, it was outrageous. It, uh, it's such a, such an outrageous time, but, um, it was, it was hilarious. I mean, just, it was so much fun. It was crazy. Um, ATCS. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, it was like when, um, in 1979, the clash came and this was Seattle's version of, I call it, um, uh, let me see. What is that? Wait, now I, I can't even, I've lost my career thought. Yeah. Well, the clash came and then all these people said they went to the concert, but they did. There was only a, I know everybody, all my friends were there and stuff like that, but all these other people said, oh yeah, I was at that show, but it, they were never there. A lot of people didn't even like Punk back in, in the day, so um, it was the loudest concert we ever do. It was, oh uh, God, I'm trying to think of the 
What is the Clash? The, the, adult, the adult version of what could be the Clash. That's that's, that's now. That's that's not. It's interesting. What? Oh, the Clash. Yeah, but you, you mentioned you mentioned the Clash would be the the adult version of of some 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 other band. Oh, oh no, God. Oh. What what, what, could it, what what could it be? I mean, maybe you come yeah. back later to it. So, so that, yeah, if if then then I know, but it it's just like, um, yeah. I mean, for like for me, for influence too, we put this band called uh, DOA from Canada, which I just saw them a couple. DOA, yes. I what I done from the eighties. Yes. Yep. And uh, this guy named Joey Shithead. Joey Shithead. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he is so great. But um, he, he still, they're still, he's still playing the shows and does. And um, if nicest guy on the planet, I mean, uh, I mean, just, it's so, it's so funny how uh, everything is like, it's uh, just going and edged. What's what's the name of the band? Do you, do you you might you might send me later the the, the links. D O A. I have to wear it. Yes. D like 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 that left O. Yeah. Auto Wait one second. Hold on. I'm yeah. coming back. I'm yeah. coming back. Yeah. All right. He's gone. Ah. He's gone. Oh, no. No, he's he's back. He is back. Uh, okay. D O A. Blood, blooded, but yeah. unbowed. Bow, blue, blooded, but unbowed. Okay, so I'm, I add that up later. Yeah, it's a bloodied but unbowed, and and so um, yeah, this band was very influential, and it's dead on arrival, and uh, <laughs> dead yeah, on very arrival. Oh God! But it's DOA from Canada on arrival. They they are from Seattle as well. No, Canada. They're from Canada. Yeah, I was wondering. Yeah, yeah. because yeah, they're so all very awesome. Yeah. Oh, have you heard about like, Red Red Rider? Red Rider. Yeah, the band. Yeah, the Canadian uh, band. I just I just listened to it again, and and I bought this album in, in the eighties as well. I love them. I really like them. Yeah, there's there's so much stuff. I I mean, I think bad. I mean, God. Oh man, I've been going through like a seventy soul thing going on, and then then all of a sudden, boom! I'm listening to um, when I signed to you and I thought of Ireland. So then I thought, oh, stiff little finger, stiff little oh, great, yes, are uh, fabulous. And then there's the Undertones, another Irish uh, little punk rock band, uh, yes, as well as uh, Mr. U too, and. Uh, so there's there's just a lot of cool. The Undertones are playing this year here, here on a on a on a festival. Oh wow, that would be that would be so cool in the summer festival, with with elements yeah. as well. I mean, who's always playing is is uh, is uh, uh, what's the name again now? No, no, they they had one one hit, the the uh, ah the, the hot house flowers, the hot house flowers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it, but oh, there's kind of a little bit of delay, but not too. Yeah, I don't want to be cutting you off. Yeah, I mean, did you ever listen to ska? Any ska band? 
Yeah, sure. Uh, Ma- madness specials and all that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I saw Madness with this band called uh, The Violent Femmes. And I love The Violent Femmes. Yeah. I, I love them. That, uh, when I, I was playing it really up and down the whole day, you know, so... Uh, yeah, go down. Your love is gone. Yeah, exactly. And so it was like, uh, my mind was like, yeah, just yeah. Long after, they were dressed up like Ari Krishna at the time. So it was really fun. Oh man, just great. The, the, and I the, the, with the, general the, public too. Uh, yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh, God says if I remember. I mean, I I, I must say. I bought, as I was young, as I was sixteen, I was working for, for the for the public service, as a as a as a as a white worker. So and I was still living at still still living at home. That means I got good money and I didn't have to pay any rent at home. So I had a lot of money for buying records. Uh, I I bought every month at least ten records. You know, so so that was such a like luxury thing you know to, to really to, to get to getting influenced by like i mentioned already in the first part by 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 music and by artwork from all over the world you know and i think the 80s the 80s were, were great for that i mean it was such a you could discover such a lot of different stuff really yeah, different well, stuff. yeah because um I mean, I saw Bob Marley three times. I so saw what I like, and I so I loved Rick. I like then I like Scott because I thought, oh god, it's so energetic and stuff like that. And we'd go to this place called Power Records, and then I'm in there and I'm going, oh wow, okay, they're playing something cool, and then I I want to I want to buy that. And uh, yeah, they used to have. Um, they called them $2 concert at um, the Paramount. And this was in downtown Seattle. And so I saw um, Blondie, um, Elvis Costello, yeah. XPC, um, uh, uh, The Police, R.E.M., just all these different bands that, um, same, you know. Same here. We had in Cologne, we had, we had the Luxor. And uh, and the Luxor was a venue with with uh, for for two hundred people or so, you know, and and all all the yeah. all the the unknown bands like like John Hyatt, uh, Lenny Kravitz, yeah. Prince, U2, oh, yeah. the Bangles, Melissa Etheridge, you know. Oh yeah. I was I was due to the fact that I was the one who who bought all these records and who knew already the insider things, so yeah. I, I saw them all, you know. And yeah, and and that's so much fun. Like I saw Nina Hawkins. And I was like, she is crazy. And I was like, oh, man, it was so great. It was like, awesome. <laughs> I can't imagine just, that. Yeah, so you go, I just, I didn't let um, anything like a limit on what I would want to see. Or, um, just, I, I can't imagine that. I she, she was, she was very wild. She, she was, she was the first one who, who, uh, who, uh, Gave herself an, an orgasm on, on a live TV show, you know. I mean, I mean, she 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 who she, she, that? she she really she masturbated live, you know. So I mean, oh, oh, 
Oh, was this crazy? <laughs> um, I saw the Pretenders and uh, um, God, um, there was this uh, a lot of band called the Blasters that were um, very good. Yes, well, because like we saw X. Have you you heard of X? Right, X L A. Yeah, no, L A. So, um, X is a really amazing. Uh, definitely an LA punk rock band. I saw this band called Fear, which was, uh, I saw them with the Dickies and 999, and 999 was, oh, they were great, yes, yes. So, I mean, it's just, just crazy. I mean, you probably seen like Ramstein. Ramstein, yeah. I mean, yes. they're, they're still very famous here, but th yes. th this is not not really so my cup of tea. I don't know. It is. It yeah. Is, I don't know. It. I I couldn't I couldn't see I couldn't picture myself in in a, in a concert of them. You know, it is. It is. No, I I never heard it. I never saw them, but I I've heard some stories about it. But yeah, there's some stuff that yeah I just. Uh, I mean, but, it's 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 a quite quite slick yeah. show what they're gonna do for yeah. sure. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. Like, or Rage Against the Machine, I would have liked to see them. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, Rage Against the Machine was still, I mean, I used to be DJ as well, and Rage Against the Machine was still one song, was a a, a party cracker, you know, so it was yeah. really I mean, because there's some bands that had some underlying messages that were, you know, about the social problems. They, they, yeah. they, they were quite strong. I mean, Rage, they, they were very the punk attitude was was yeah very high i would say yeah so so, so uh but it's like in seattle the you know um sound garden uh allison chains and stuff a lot of stuff wasn't my my deal wasn't it then now and but now i really appreciate everything i appreciate the I love their stuff. So what well, what what was it in the eighties? Was it too hot or or no? It was no because because I was like really influenced by a lot of more um, uh, I would say uh, British or European uh, punk rock music and stuff like that. You know, Generation X, uh, yeah, um, and stuff like that. Uh, so I really I really liked the stuff. I just, I don't know, for some reason I was drawn to a lot of uh, stuff that were played in Europe more than America. So, so you listen so that was, and then, and then there was a, uh, you know, the thing of, at the time, the um, metal guys were kind of looking down at the punk rock guys that were terrible, were not kid musicians, blah, blah, blah. And so it was kind of, I, I didn't appreciate him that much, but now, you know, I, I look back and there was always, there's always a band kind of deal when you were younger, oh, we're going to take the state, we're going to just knock everybody down. And, and now we just look back. I mean, I even watched interviews with, um, like Metallica and all that stuff. And they're, they're going, oh yeah want to kill the other bands and then now we want to be we're happy that we're appreciated by our fans and i think that that's the give and take that i see from musicians today that yeah. 
the ones who laugh who are still relevant are are giving back to their their um their fans. If you're a if you're a your fan, you're not gonna have fans very long. Ah, so, sure, sure. It is it so is when you're it's a give and take. It's what I want to say. It's, it's always just a give and take, isn't it? So that's 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 the way. That's great. Todd, I just see see we're almost almost at the end already on our second episode. Time flies. I know, I'm all over the place. It, no, no, it's but it, it's it's great. Look, it, it yeah. it's great and I love it because because it is uh it is there is as well a lot of philosophical stuff in it, you know, and, and I think even younger listeners uh they 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 they, they can get a get a clue where where we coming from from the 80s you know or, or or where where the influence of music is coming from as well which is uh it's very it's very abstract and, and very complex to understand that you know for me as well, well you know? yeah and exactly if going, and, and yeah you know if you're going um, back and even if you're going back down to classics or even if you go back to classics like Wagner, for instance who was yeah who was who was one of the, of of the biggest uh, uh, self, self, um, uh, uh, um, managed music management persons, immersive, you know, with, with light show, with everything. I mean, unbelievable. Well, you gotta look at when, if you go that far back, I, I go, Mozart was a punk rock, uh, you know, just, yeah. uh, Beethoven totally, these guys were amazing. Dick Crackhouse, absolutely. And when you're talking, you're writing music for not just bass, guitar, and drums. You're doing everybody. You're doing bassoon over there, and you're and how they got all that to sound amazing. I mean, I just, I, 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 I just, I just watched uh, uh, how 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 they made smoke on the water. Do 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 do. It is. It's that. It's yeah. actually. It is. It is. It is stolen by Beethoven. It's do 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 do. Yeah, exactly. I put some symmetry in that, you know. <laughs> and, and you know, until so you look at you look at all that, and it's just it's just amazing. I is, mean, is how it? one riff or something you subliminal, like yeah. uh, George Harrison hears something, and then yeah. all of a sudden he's writing "My yeah. Sweet Lord." But they go, "Oh, that's this other song over here." <laughs> Um, so, so, it, so no, no wonder that 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 we 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 coming from all over the place, Todd. <laughs> I know, and yeah, and like I tell you before, I, I'm, I'm on the outside floating around. Looking at that. Yeah, you know, that's the only way. I mean, me too. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. I have to, I have to ground myself then again, and then yeah, have to breathe deeply, you know, and then then I can 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 come closer to myself and. Landing the gun, you know. Exactly. And when you, you touched about, uh, you know, COVID, right? So I did a reset of my whole, whole being on. Yeah. And so, so other people are freaking out, right? I'm not freaking. No, no, me neither. Okay. So I was, I was happy to, to work on my yeah. stuff, you know? So that was, yeah. So I had car and I, I was well rested and I, <laughs> uh, cleaned my whole house. Um, and I just like, I went, okay, I'm not letting any negative stuff come in. I'm just, yeah, I'm like, 
But if they, they throw us out in, 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 in two minutes, uh, I would say we, 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 we're going to go to, 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 first of all, I would say, so dear listeners, you, you can follow us on, on, on Facebook. Todd Fleischmann is on Facebook. If you have questions or come to the Facebook group, I love West Cork artists, um, where, where it's a lively group where everyone is more than welcome to discuss art and music and whatever. And we're discussing that as well. Or you're going to come to, to our, our Instagram. It's at, is it at touch Fleischman at Instagram as well? Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, they'll be able to find. Yeah, um, I, I will, but I will, I will put that all in my, in my subscriptions and links and all that. You can, you can take it from there. Um, as well, you can go to at Dutchlish or at uh, I Love West Cork Artists or at Attitude or because Todd is now as well in the Hall of Attitude. And uh, I mean, but you can't buy the Mac because my PayPal system doesn't work. <laughs> ah. <laughs> But but it is it is I mean that is now in 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 my hall of attitude so welcome there, and uh and you can go to www.attitude.com and there you find all my my other artwork or you can go to the podcast there as well, so uh all over the digital, online world you will find us from now on, which is great, and when you're in the matrix yeah absolutely so and um, <laughs> I, I I would say. Um, I mean, and you can watch watch this episode as well on YouTube next week. So I would say um, we're gonna listen to this, the second song because we had already one in the first episode from from Todd's band, uh, uh, The Living, and um, a, a band which influenced quite far far much for instance Pearl Jam and and probably grunge in, in in general. So 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 listen to it and maybe you you can research on your own and you find out more things. It is uh, two generation stands, and uh, yeah, it it fits as well to to the subject. So, dear listeners, take care and have a lovely day. Um, thank you very much for listening. Two generation stands. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thank you for having you. Bye. You're welcome.
And another thing is the punk movement, like a lot of the movements, talk about tying all this stuff together, happens with youth. And because it happens with youth, these kids grow up. And by the time they hit 30 years old, they don't want to be angry anymore for any number of reasons. And you can't be angry all of your life. You can't rebel against something all of your life. Otherwise, it's going to be self-destructive. You have listened to Artitude, West Cork's first art, fashion, and design podcast. Artitude, never so close again. Ah! That was too close.